This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello everyone and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm Josh Bombeck and I will be your host today. Today's game will be a little different than usual as we'll be having a 1v1v1 competition pitting the Benchwarmers Matt, Eric, and Mason against each other. Anything you guys like to say before we get started? Hi, Mom. Can we, can we um, pick out which, uh, which one Eric is going to win right now? We can just... No. See, you the, you set expectations the... high, right? It's like we're just all going to, you know... Why don't we all just kiss Eric's butt right now? So, you know. It's not true. This is me all Greyhound stuff. I know it. <laughs> That's not this one. <laughs> all right. What were you going to say, Eric? Did you say hi, mom? Yeah. Okay. She's listening. <laughs> she's not. She doesn't know how to use technology, but. <laughs> yeah. Hi, mom to me, too. Yeah. Highly doubtful what ever happened. My dad might listen. So, hi, dad. All right. Well, welcome to the bench, gentlemen. Now on to the rules. We'll be starting off with our tailgate round to warm up the contestants. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with different trivia styles. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we'll have a halftime show after the second quarter with questions all about entertainment pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our competitors will wager from their points accumulated to see who will be today's clipboard captain, to be honored like the true bench warmer they are. All right, let's get this game underway. It's time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. Question one. What driver has the most all-time NASCAR Cup Series wins? I'll check in. Okay, Matt is checked in. I'll check in, too, with nothing. <laughs> Eric is also checked in. Mason, how are you doing over there? I'm doing all right. Um, I'm between two. I'm just going to pull the trigger and check in, I guess, because I don't have a better guess than this. All right, all three competitors are checked in. So we'll start. Mason, what did you come up with? I mean, when I think of NASCAR, the the name that popped in my head was Richard Petty. So I'm going to go with that and hope for the best. All right. So Mason checks in with Richard Petty. Eric. Uh, that's what I thought, but then I talked myself out of it. So I went with uh, Jimmy Johnson. Eric checked in with Jimmy Johnson and Matt. Yeah, I thought Richard Petty too at first, but then I thought they didn't play, they didn't race as many races back when he was, and he won. I think the record amount of championships, but I don't think he won as many races as they have now. So I also went with Jimmy Johnson. Matt also checks in with Jimmy Johnson. Well, one person will be getting points. The answer is Richard Petty. I had Jimmy Johnson in my head for a while. So um, just to let you know, uh, he Richard Petty has 200 wins. David Pearson in second place has 105 wins. Whoa. Uh, Jeff Gordon is third with 93. He's also tied for the most NASCAR Cup titles with Jimmy Johnson and Dale Earnhardt with seven. So Petty was just racing by himself. Is that, is that all that was? <laughs> he showed up to tracks and just drove around. He's like, I win. Yeah. The 1v1v1. 
so who was number two? What was his name? His, David Pearson. Okay. So remember that, fellas, when we have an entire area of or entire quarter just on David Pearson. <laughs> a David Goliath question. Oh, that'd be a good one. Except I don't I like it. No, all right. no, we all know it, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on to number question number two. Uh, who was named NBA Finals MVP for the Golden State Warriors in 2015? I know, man. I'm hitting your wheelhouse with these with these new questions yeah. here. Nailing it right there, buddy. Appreciate that. Uh-huh. Sure you don't have anything from 1974? Oh, well, there might be something a little farther <laughs> down. So we'll see. I'll check in with, I think, I think I know about three uh, current Golden State Warriors or people on that team. So I'll check with them with one of those three. <laughs> All right. So Matt has checked in. Yeah, I've checked in too. All right, so everybody's checked in. Well, Matt, let's start with you and your confidence of three people you think play for (laughs) the Golden State Warriors. I don't don't think Kevin Durant wasn't on that team, I don't think. And the only other person I think that was on that team in 2015 is Steph Curry. So I'm going to go with Steph Curry. Matt's checking in with Steph Curry. Uh, Mason, how about you? What do you got? Um, So I started thinking of the obvious names. Um, And I know there's one year in there that wasn't, curry that won it i thought that was 2015 um and i think this name popped in my head because i think he won one because he was defending lebron the whole time and he managed to stop him kind of and i went with uh, andre iguodala okay mason's checking in with andre iguodala eric so i don't think curry won it at all in any other championships i don't think he won the mvp um but i checked in with uh, andre iguodala Eric also checks in with Andre Iguodala, and the correct answer is Andre Iguodala. Uh, he was named Finals MVP, becoming the first player to win the award without starting a game during the regular season. Uh, when he was in the game, LeBron James made only 38.1% of his shots compared to the 44% uh, when he wasn't in. Moving on to question three. What golfer won the U.S. Women's Open in 2014? Nine years after she turned pro at the age of 15. I'll check in. Matt's checked in. I'll check in, too. Eric is also checked in. Mason, what you thinking? Uh, well, I don't know that many women golfers. I'm good with men's golfers, especially masters, but apparently women's golfers were my weakness line. I can think of a couple names in my head. I'm trying to think who was that young that started. I don't know. The name that popped in my head was park i don't know why that name what that name even is or if that's a women's golfer but i'm i don't have anything better so i'll just check in with that (laughs) all right mason is checking in with park eric um so i mean the turning pro at 15 kind of only reason i have this answer i'm not sure if it's right or not uh, but i said michelle Wee. eric checks in with michelle Wee. matt yeah i had michelle Wee also and the correct answer is Michelle Wee. Um, I do believe Park is a golfer. I can't remember her first name, but I think it's Pac, P-A-K. Oh, it could be Pac. Oh, Savory, okay. Savory Pac, I believe, is her name. Okay. You know, there very well could be a Park as well. There could be, yes, probably. It probably. Is. I just had the name in my head, but Savory yeah. Pac. I think uh, I think Eric. That's what I was thinking of too. Is the Savory Pac? So. But nonetheless, it was Michelle Wee, and this is her only major championship to date. So heading into the first quarter, uh, we have a score of Eric and Mason both have 20, and Matt has 10. 
I was trying to sweep it there and get all of them wrong, but I gave like, you too easy of one for you. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, so. Today's first quarter is pre and post game. For this round, there'll be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, the answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. Question one. What 2010 NFL Defensive Player of the Year was head coach of the Golden Gophers from 1984 to 1985 before heading to the Golden Domers? I'll check in. Matt is checked in. You're going to notice a trend of me checking in mainly when I don't have a single clue, anything about any of it. So (laughs) I'll do that real quick just to save everyone's time. (laughs) I can't tell if you're trying to throw us all off your scent there. Well, I know the second one for sure. I just don't know the first one. So um, just to give you a little clue, I know we had talked about it on one of our other um, pods, is that sometimes the middle isn't just simply a last name, first name. Sometimes it's kind of a combo. So Matt, if you're feeling you maybe need to redo your answer, you can with that clue. Yeah. Does, that, does that make sense what I'm saying? It'll make sense. Well, I took, the, I took the first name of the person that I did know for sure. And I just took the only NFL player that I know that had that last name. But it's spelled different, I think. I don't oh, know. I could be totally I wrong. You, okay, I see what you did. Well, gotcha. I'm going to check in. Yeah, I'm going to go with what I got because if I overthink it, then I'm okay. spend an hour here listening gotcha. to each I'm going to check in even though I have no idea. So I'm <laughs> going to make up something. Okay, so Eric is checked in and Mason is also checked in. Uh, so Mason, we'll, uh, we'll start with you. What'd you get? What'd you come up with? Well, um, I don't know who the 2010 NFL defensive player of the year is. I had a name. I didn't know how to connect it to anything. I think he might have not been drafted even in 2010, but I'm going to go with JJ, whatever the other guy's name is. <laughs> I have nothing. That is an awesome answer. JJ, whatever the other guy's name is. All right, Eric, uh, what did you come up with for this one? So I had it down to, I'm going to say it was like Troy Palomalu, Terrell Suggs around in that area. Um, but I couldn't think of anybody whose first name was Suggs. Um, but then that, I like what you did here because if, if this is right, then I, then. Great job for you, because I, I have Troy Palomalu Holtz. Hey, Eric is checking with Troy Palomalu Holtz. <laughs> Matt. Okay, so it's Lou Holtz. I know he was the gopher coach that went to Notre Dame. I couldn't think of anybody whose last name was Lou, and the only sports-related person I know at all whose last name is Lou is Tyron Lou. So I went with Tyron Lou Holtz. And I don't like that. I'm going to uh, voice my, uh, my, you know, a formal complaint to the owners of this crappy podcast. So, <laughs> so yourself, basically. Exactly. <laughs> so Matt checks in with Tyron, <clears throat> Tyron Lubholtz. Well, the correct answer is Troy Palomalu Holtz. And if Matt, you didn't like that one, you might not like, one or two of the other ones we'll see no it's that's that's clever i liked it that was good it is clever and now that i know that that's a thing 
then you know but that's cool you know you have to learn in order to go forward <laughs> right. so well i, I was I sitting there thinking i'm like palomalu i'm like is that somebody's first name <laughs> yeah and i, I was trying to think I, I knew i don't even know who's tyron lou i forget tyron Lue's basketball, the no, basketball oh tyron lou yeah he he played for Nebraska and then the Cavs. There you go. The Cavs and yeah. Yep. Okay. So yeah. I knew it was a person, a human being out there a in the world person. named Tyron Liu. Yeah. Yep. And I wasn't, you know, so. But the only thing is, I knew it wasn't. I knew it wasn't. And spellings don't always have to be as long as the sound is yeah. the right. So that was the right kind of avenue to take. But uh, okay. Well, let's move on to question two. Who had an unorthodox but effective underhand free throw shooting technique? and won the 1995 National League MVP award, a year in which he won Gold Glove and Silver Slugger awards for shortstops. I'll go ahead and check in. Yeah, I'll check in, checked in. Eric is also checked in. So, Matt, what you thinking? Yeah, so I don't even know the first one, and I don't know the second one, so I'm going to check in with something funny. <laughs> okay, Matt, well, let's, let's hear your funny answer. Well, I'm pretty sure he had an underhanded uh, free throw shot, but I think he was known better for his prowess off the court. That would be uh, Wilt Chamberlain. And uh, he was, you know, a fantastic uh, slinger of the ball, but he didn't do anything in the AL in the 1990s. That would be Lynn Dickey. So Wilt Chamberlain Dickey. <laughs> okay, so man, is checking in. Wilt Chamberlain Dickey. Uh, moving on, Eric, what do you got? Um... I mean, I think I stumbled upon it. Only shortstop I could think of with a first name that could be also a last name was uh, Barry Larkin, and I think it's I don't I. There's Brent Barry, but I don't think he was shooting underhand. So I I I don't know. I said Brent Barry Larkin. And so you checked in with Brent Barry Larkin, Mason. Well, I don't know why I knew that, but I knew the underhand guy was Rick Barry, and so I had to work my way to a shortstop with the first name Barry, and luckily I played enough MLB The Show 19 to remember uh, Barry Larkin was on there, so I went with Rick Barry Larkin. Mason checks in with Rick Barry Larkin. The correct answer is Rick Barry Larkin. Um, Brent, Brent Barry is Rick's son. Yeah, he's slammed on from the foul line. I remember him. Yeah. So Rick Barry, uh, yeah, like his whole career, did the underhand free throws. That's kind of what he's known for. And he's he held the highest percentage for years and years until recently when, like, Steph Curry and some of the other guys have uh, now passed him. But let's see, what other, what other did you know do I have here? Uh, Rick was named NBA... Finals MVP in 1975 when the Golden State Warriors beat the Washington Bullets to win the championship. And I thought Lark I would have known that. If you had asked me that, of course I would have known. <laughs> 1975, see? I know, right? My wheelhouse. <laughs> maybe not 1975 NBA. <laughs> yeah, uh, Larkin, uh, who was born and raised in Cincinnati, spent his entire 19-year career with the Cincinnati Reds and was elected to the National Baseball Hall of Fame in 2012. Moving on to question three. Who holds the record for the most NHL power play goals and is a UFC Hall of Famer who is widely credited with bringing MMA into the mainstream along with Randy Couture? I'm checked in. Eric is checked in. Eric, it seems like hockey's a little more of your wheelhouse than uh, 
many other bench warmers. Yeah, that might be my my thing, but uh, like football, hockey, and basketball, and 90s baseball. I'll check in. Okay, Mason has checked in. I'm not sure if I'm right, and I'm, and I'm going to – I'm guessing on the second one, and I have no idea what the guy's first name is, so I'm going to guess on the first one too, but I'll give it a try. Okay, so Matt, why don't you don't you let us know what you're... Well, I'm pretty sure the second part is Ken Shamrock, and I know that there there was a hockey player whose last name is Melkin, and, but I don't know his first name. I think it's like it's something like Russian or something, so I went with Yev, Yev, it's, it's a, I don't know. Is it Yevgeny Milken Shamrock? Okay, so Matt is checking in with Yevgeny Milken Shamrock. Uh, Moving on to Mason. Well, I didn't have any of those names in my head, Um, but I went with a hockey player and someone that's kind of in that field, but not really. I went with uh, Brett Hulk Hogan. Brett Hulk Hogan. Hogan is Mason's answer. Eric, uh, what do you got? So, uh, I mean, I kind of knew who it was right away. He actually played in the Buffalo area, so I knew who he was. Um, It's Dave Anderchuk Liddell. Eric is checking with Dave Anderchuk Liddell, and the correct answer is Dave Anderchuk Liddell. That is awesome. That is, I like that one. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Andrew Chuck won a Stanley Cup championship with the Tampa Bay Lightning in 2004 and was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2017. Liddell, the Iceman, retired with a record of 21-9. and nine. Moving on to question four. Before leading the U.S. to Olympic gold, what coach won three NCAA national championships and has won back-to-back U.S. Opens and PGA Championships. I'll check in. Eric is checked in. Matt, you look really dejected right now. Well, it you know, I don't have a problem when I have no clue who these people are, right? I don't have a problem when I, that stuff. I have a problem when I know it, and it's just right beyond where I can grab it. And I've heard the name 20 times, and why I can't just materialize it now annoys the crap out of me so i totally i'll check in i'm just i'll I'll try to think of something funny to say all right matt is checked in so mason waiting on you as much my golf knowledge for recently i don't have anything for either one of these i'm trying to think of someone that won three national championships i think someone i know for sure is one all right, I'll go ahead and check in. All right, Mason has checked in. So, Mason, why don't we start with you? What do you What do you got for? Well, um, I mean, I know he's coached at least three, and I didn't really have a golf name, so I know Mike Shostevsky is coached has won at least three. Um, so maybe he's only won three. He might have more than that. Um, so, and I don't have a last name, so I'll just go Mike Shostevsky Ball. Mike Shostevsky Ball. <laughs> okay, moving on, Matt. What'd you come up with? So in comedy, they always say if you can't think of something funny to say, then state a fact. What I'm going to give you right now is neither funny nor a fact. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, the the coach who led the men's hockey team to the 1980 uh, gold medal was Herb Brooks, um, 
And the only Brooks, I know there's a golfer whose first name is Brooks, and I, but the only Brooks I could think of was Brooks Robinson. So I went with her, Brooks Robinson. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that Brooks Robinson did not win any uh, U.S. Open titles. But I don't know. I mean, he's, he was a good baseball player. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Matt is checking in with Herb Brooks Robinson. Eric, how about you? So, Mason, you had me completely second-guess thinking I, like, heard the question wrong because he started answering with the basketball coach. So, I'm like, wait, like, this, was that – but whatever. Um, so, I have Herb Brooks Kepka. Eric checks in with Herb Brooks Kepka, and the correct answer is Herb Brooks Kepka. As a matter of fact, I think, Matt, I think you said his name a couple episodes ago. Like, yeah. it was there in your mind – yeah, at That's one moment when we were going through the list of the masters, I think winners or something like that. Yeah, uh, Herb coached the U.S. Olympic team in 1980 and won three championships with the Minnesota Golden Gophers in the 70s. Uh, Kapka, who won the U.S. Open in 2017 and 2018 and the PGA Championship in 2018 and 2019, uh, he was also PGA Player of the Year back-to-back years in 2018 and 2019. I'm going to be very disappointed in all three of you if any of you get this wrong. Question five. What 1968 National League Rookie of the Year would fit in perfectly on this podcast? I'm going to go ahead and check in. Mason has checked in. It's a great question, by the way. Great question. Thanks, Mason. If it's what I think it is. Okay. I I think you might be on to it here. Waiting for the light bulbs to pop on. No. You you need two names, right? Okay, remember, it doesn't always have to be a person's name. It could be another thing that has part of somebody's name as one of the You're really gonna kick yourself if you don't get this. Matt just had a light bulb come on. Yeah. All right, Matt, you checking in? Yes. All right, Eric, it's, it's all down to you now. I'll check in, too, I guess. I, oh, all right, oh, go ahead. Oh, no. All right, Eric, what did you come up with? Uh, I mean, the only thing that made sense was Johnny Bench Warmer's Trivia Podcast. Is that, is that what you're looking for? Johnny Bench Warmer's Trivia Podcast? Well, is that your That's answer? my answer. Let's go with that, yeah. It's the only thing I can... All right, so Eric is checking in with Johnny Benchwarmer's Trivia Podcast. Uh, Matt, what did you come up with? Yeah, I just I wrote just Johnny Benchwarmer, so Benchwarmer's Trivia Podcast. Yeah. Matt checks in with Johnny Benchwarmer. And Mason? Yeah, I had to go through a little process. I was like, is it Patrick Ramsey? Because we talk about him all the time. Like, what, 1968 NLM? <laughs> the year, his last name Patrick? And I was going through stuff, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, Okay, the only player I know his last name is Bench. So Johnny Benchwarmer is what I went with. Mason also goes, also goes with Johnny Benchwarmer. Uh, the answer is Johnny Benchwarmer, and I will accept Johnny Benchwarmer's trivia podcast as well. So good job, guys. Yay. Look at that. Matt, you got on the board. I know, right? <laughs> I was trying to run it again. I'd stop. <laughs> Uh, sitting there going like Is how long it took you to get to that you almost uh, succeeded yeah i sit there thinking okay well what about our podcast has anything to do with uh rose right pete rose <laughs> i know he was a 65 and uh nlmv or 
I, I felt I wanted to use that one before someone else decided there to come, come, good come upon that one. So the first thing All I right. thought was Pete Rose too. And I was like, Oh, well, I don't know where this is going, but yeah. Uh, so just to give you a little bit on Johnny bench, which would have maybe given you more insight is that he was a two time NL MVP, a two time world series champion, a 10 time gold glove winner and a 14 time all-star. After the first quarter, we have scores of Matt with 30, Mason with 60, and Eric with 100. Still plenty of points to score. Today's second quarter will be, how low can you go? For this round, there will be four questions consisting of five clues given one at a time. After each clue, each competitor will decide if they want to check in with their guess. If a correct answer is checked in after the first clue, uh, the competitor will receive 50 points. After the second clue, 40. After the third clue, 30, and so on. Question one. What am I? Clue one. I am made of wood. Very specific, I see. Yep. I'll need a second uh, clue, just FYI. Yeah, there's, there's only one thing made of wood, so... Exactly. Oh, wait. Oh, Pretty that's sh- it. Yes. Pretty sure I can check in on this. <laughs> yep. I'm going to check in with a tree. No, I'm not. (laughs) Okay, nobody is checking in. Everybody wants at least one more clue. Clue number two. A pair of me are used in each competition. Clogging a sport? Yeah, I'm going to need another clue. I can't. I'm not going to get anything just from that. Yeah, I'm passing. Mason, you feeling confident? I'll take another one. I have an idea, but I'm taking another clue. All right. Clue number three. I consist of three stumps and two bales. Pass. Eric you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and check in. All right, Matt is checking in. I'm tempted to go for it here. I have an idea. Well, Mason, you can you can go for it and get thirty points, or you can wait another clue and possibly I think get twenty. I'm, points. I think I'm gonna go for it. I feel decently confident enough that I think I'll go for it. All right, so you are also going to check in. So, okay, so Eric, you get another clue. Clue four I am guarded by a batsman. These are supposed to get easier, right? Every, oh, every... Usually, usually, clue five is the, the one that should, you know, reveal it if you don't have the answer. Every, every clue is just confusing me more and more. Um, yeah, I'm, no, I'm going to need another one. <laughs> So Eric is going to wait to hear the last clue. So clue number five. My name rhymes with the sport I am used in. Didn't help you at all there, Eric? Is it basket weaving? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'll check in. I have no idea. All right, so Eric, what are you checking in with? A crochet hook. I don't know. Okay, Eric is checking in with a crochet hook. Uh, Matt, why don't you share with us yeah. what you had checked in with? Well, what I checked in with is wrong, but I said the cricket bat, but it's actually the cricket wicket. So, okay, Mason, what did you check in with? So I first thought of a cricket bat when I was like a pair of them, but I think there might be only one. Um, but once I heard the, I think the, if I'm not mistaken, it's like a box looking thing it has the three things and the two on top. So I was assuming that's what that meant. So I went with a wicket. So Mason is checking in with Wicket. The correct answer is Wicket, used in cricket. So what would have helped me out is if you had like a Star Wars reference there, the name of the Ewok would have stumbled <laughs> upon the answer. 
What? But I know zero cricket terms other than the fact that it's called cricket. Moving on to question two. Where am I? Clue number one. I was a host city of the Winter Olympics. That narrows it down to like 20 places, so I'm probably going to need a second one just as yeah. an FYI. So. Okay. I'll take a second one. Same here. Clue number two. A professional team here has won eight championships. Professional could be literally any professional league that exists in any type of winter sports anywhere that there's a host city for winter sports. So I'm going to go wait for the number three. Yeah, I'll take three. Same here. All right. Clue number three. The professional soccer team here plays at ATCO Field or ATCO. I don't. I'm going to check in with a guess. All right, Matt is checking in. Why don't you send me over your answer? Mason and Eric? I've heard of this, but I'm going to have to need another clue for this. Yeah, I'll take number four. Clue number four. I'm located in Canada. I'll check in, I guess. Yeah, send me your answer via chat. Mason, what you thinking? I got... A couple cities in mind. I did narrow it down to like two for me. I don't think it's worth me taking a chance on because I don't think I had anything. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. Let me think about this for a moment. The, now I'm going back to the the pro team with eight championships. And I'm trying to think which of these cities has that. I'm leaning towards one, but I, I think I'll just go ahead and take the last one because I'm not confident at all. Okay. The last clue, clue number five. The flames of the NHL call me home. I was one of the two hours between, and, uh, well, I'll go ahead and I'll check in for my small 10 points with uh, Calgary. Okay, so Mason's checking in with Calgary. Uh, Eric? Yeah, I checked in with uh, Calgary as well. Eric checked in after the fourth question with Calgary, and Matt, you checked in after the third question, or the third clue, sorry, with? Unfortunately, I went with a, a city that was just down the road a little bit from them called uh, Turin, Italy. Well, I'm sure, Matt, at this point, you know that the correct answer is Calgary, Alberta. What? You never heard of Turin <laughs> Flames? <laughs> yeah, was... uh, the Stampeders have won eight Grey Cup championships. Okay, yeah. moving on to question three. Who am I? I'm sure you guys are all going to check in right away on clue number one. I was a 15-time All-Star. That kind of narrows it down a little bit, but not enough for me to guess. I'm going to go ahead and wait. Ditto. Eric? Patrick Ramsey was good for a little bit, but maybe not 15 years. Uh, Only 14. Yeah. I'll take uh, clue two, please. Okay. Clue number two. I am a member of the 3000 Hit Club. Yeah, I'll have to wait till the number three here. Mason or Eric? Yeah, I'm tempted. I have a, I have a guess in my head. I don't know if I want to go for it or not. I think I'm going to wait one more. I have, I'm a decently strong guess, but I'm going to wait one more. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll pass on this one. All right, clue number three. I won the National League MVP award in 1966 and the World Series MVP award in 1971, right in Matt's wheelhouse. That that doesn't help me, so I'm I'm ready for the next one. I think I'm going to check in. I have a guess. I think I'm. I think I feel good about. it. I'll go for it. All right. So Mason is checking in. Send me your answer via chat. And I'm going to wait till the next one. 
Okay, so clue number four. I died in a plane crash while en route to deliver aid to earthquake victims in Nicaragua. I'm checked in. And Eric, just waiting on you. If uh... yeah, I'll, I'll I'll check in. All right. So Eric is also checking in since you're all checked in now. Eric, why don't you just? Uh... Um, I mean, the only guy I, could, I didn't know that he had three thousand hits or anything like that. But the only guy I know that died in a plane crash was uh, baseball wise was back then was Roberto Clemente. So Eric is checking in with Roberto Clemente. Matt, who did you check in with? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he died with exactly 3,000 hits. So Roberto Clemente. And Mason. So for the first two, I was on Tony Gwynn for a while because I knew he was up there close to 15. With And I think he might, I don't know if he got 3,000 hits, but somewhere around there. And then the year kind of turned me into late 60s hitters around that time. So I went with Roberto Clemente as well. The correct answer is Roberto Clemente. Less than three months after his death, the Baseball Baseball Writers Association of America held a special election for the Baseball Hall of Fame. They voted to waive the waiting period for Clemente due to the circumstances of his death and posthumously elected him for induction into the Hall of Fame, giving him 393 out of 420 available votes for 92.7% of the vote. All right, moving on to the last question of quarter uh, number two. When am I? Clue number one, Roger Federer won Wimbledon. I'll probably need another clue. Same here. I will pass. Clue number two, UConn won the women's basketball tournament. Nailed it. Yeah, so basically... Any year for the past 30 years, right? No, say, <laughs> uh, give or take a few. I'm going to pass. Yeah, pass. All right, moving on to clue three. Another thing that's only happened a couple of times. The New England Patriots won the Super Bowl. Yep, I'm going to need another clue too. Yeah, I'm going to need the next clue. Yeah, I'm, I'll wait one more as well. All right. Phil Mickelson won the Masters tournament. I'm going to go ahead and check in. Mason is checking in. Why don't you send me a chat? I'm going to take one more. So, Eric, are you going to check in, or do you want to hear that last clue as well? I'm going to take that last clue. Clue number five. The Summer Olympics were held in Athens. I'll check in. Okay, Matt is checking in. So, Eric, you can kind of talk it out and let us know your answer. So, I have it down to 2004 and 2006, but I don't know. I think the Olympics were, hold on, let me do the math, 12 to 8 to 4. Yeah, so 2004. I'll check in with 2004. All right, so Eric is checking in with 2004. Uh, Matt, what year did you check in with? Yep, 2004. Mason? Yeah, I first thought 2010 because I remember we did that Dean's list. So I was like, it's got to be early in 2010 for the Patriots because they they went a little dry in that time. Um, But I landed on 2004 as well. The correct answer is 2004. Good job, guys. So heading into halftime, we have the following scores. Matt at 60, Mason at 150, and Eric at 150. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions that are about or involving sports. 
each, with each question worth 20 points. Question number one. What California Angels player was hypnotically programmed to kill Queen Elizabeth II in the naked gun from the files of Police Squad? I'm going to check in. Okay, Eric has checked in. I'll go ahead and check in. Okay, Mason has checked in. So, Matt. I mean, I rem- remember the movie. I don't remember who even... I I think it was, like, late 80s, so, like, 87, 88, 89, or 90. I'm pretty sure OJ didn't play for the Angels then. Um, so, <laughs> I, I have no idea. The only Angels player that I could think of, I know that... Rod Crew played with them, but I thought that was I count that probably was about four or five years after he retired. So I'll go with uh I'll go with the man himself, Rod Carew. Okay, Matt is checking in with Rod Carew. Uh Mason, who did you come up with? So I struggle with this one. Um I did come up with someone who I think might have been I feel like I've recognized this name in that movie together. And I believe he played for the Angels. So that was the best thing I had for that. I went with uh, Reggie Jackson. Mason is checking in with Reggie Jackson and Eric. Who did you come up with? So those movies were some of my favorite movies growing up. Um, a lot of the jokes didn't make sense to me, but I thought it was funny. Um, couldn't picture the player, but it's, I mean, after a while, I, I just don't remember him playing for the angels, but I could picture Reggie Jackson. So my answer is going to be Reggie Jackson. The answer is, Reggie Jackson, who did in fact play for the California Angels. He also had a cameo in the movie, The Benchwarmers. Question number two. What actress had her breakthrough role as Jules Paxton in the film Bend It Like Beckham? I have no idea, so I'm just locking right now. Might as well. Okay, Matt has checked in. Man, I feel like I've seen this movie. I can picture part of it. I just can't pull the name of this person. I'm going to check in with the wrong answer. All right. Eric has checked in. So Mason, we're down to you. I mean, I'm trying to think it came out early 2000s. So, and I don't remember how old the girl was. She had to be pretty young. So someone born in the, the mid to late eighties, I don't really have a name here. Um, I don't even know if she was born in that time. I'll go with uh, L Fanning. Cause I have no idea. All right. Mason is checking in with L Fanning. Eric, what did, who'd you come up with? So I, I have an answer, but then you said breakout, so it kind of ruined everything. But um, I checked in with Brigitte Nielsen. Eric is checking with Brigitte Nielsen and Matt. Who do you I have, have no idea. Answer? I just guessed Jessica Elba. I have no idea. Matt checks in with Jessica Elba. The answer is Kira Knightley. Following the success of Bend It Like Beckham, Knightley landed the role of Elizabeth Swan in the 2003 film Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. If you haven't seen the movie, it's a pretty good movie. Bend It Like Beckham, that is. Is Brigitte Nielsen in it? She is not. <laughs> well, then you lost me. Matt, it is Did becoming... She... Sorry, that? I was gonna say, it is becoming clearly obvious that you and I do not write trivia for each other. No, we uh, we both. <laughs> uh, it's so in that movie, Bendham Lake Beckham. Did they have the annexation of Puerto Rico? They did not. <laughs> okay, well then, obviously, I haven't watched it. So, all right, okay. Moving on to question three: What Joe Esposito song plays over the All Valley Karate Championships montage in the movie The Karate Kid? 
And unlike Dan, I will not sing the the song for you guys when it's revealed. I'll go ahead and check in with a joke answer. Mason is checked in. I'm checked in. Eric is checked in. Down to Matt. Yeah, I mean, I have no clue. So I'm going to guess. All right, Matt, what are you going to guess? It's the oh-so-famous song from Karate Kid and not at all from Rocky Three or whatever it was, Eye of the Tiger. So, <laughs> And it's checking in with Eye of the Tiger, uh, Eric. So you threw me off with the name because I didn't know who sang it, but um, the name of the song is You're the Best Around. Okay. Eric is checking in with You're the Best Around. And Mason, what did you check in with? Well, I don't... I had no idea. I've seen the movie. No idea. Um, and I figured if there's a song called Kung Fu Fighting, I suppose there would be one called Karate Fighting. So that's what I went with. All right, Mason is checking in with Karate Fighting. Uh, one person will be receiving points for this question. The answer is you're the best around. Okay, moving on to question four. In the movie The Sandlot, which character stated the oft-quoted phrase, you're killing me, Smalls? I'm checked in. Eric is checked in. I got nothing, so I'll just check in. Mason is checked in. Now we're I'm trying to, to go around, and uh, when they introduce themselves, and think about, you know, there's yeah, yeah, squints, and I know that the kids when they taunt him, they call him piggy, uh, but I don't remember what is. I'll check in with uh, Thurston Howell the third. Matt is checking in with Thurston Howell the third. Mason. Well, I don't recall ever seeing this movie, and uh, so I went with a famous baseball name, and we'll just go with uh, Vince for Vince DiMaggio. Mason is checking in with Vince and Eric. So uh, his his real name is Hamilton Porter, um, but the kids call him Ham. Eric is checking in with Hamilton Ham Porter, which is the correct answer. And Ham was played by actor Patrick Renna. Okay, we need to stop right now. We need to stop right now. And Mason, you need to go watch that movie. That is a classic. How have you never watched Sandlot? Are you like, what were you? Come on, buddy. You got to watch Sandlot. I mean, yeah, I'll go watch it. Oh, I never sought it I out. Mean, but really? Could sit, now you what? need to. He never sought it out. Now you need to seek it out. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of sports movies where I could go like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. You know, I've never seen basketball. Eric will probably like want to throw something at me because I've never seen basketball. There's a lot of sport it, movies hilarious. like that. Like, I could see how somebody's never seen dodgeball. I could see how somebody's never seen, even seen, maybe even Field of Dreams. But if you haven't seen Sandlot and you grew up in the United States of America, Oh my gosh! You're not allowed to wear your uh, your American flag boxers anymore, Mason. Taking your it, it's away. I I feel <laughs> yeah. like if, if a movie like that that you've if you've never seen it you've probably heard so many references that you just I, don't realize yeah. that they're referencing that movie because it's yeah. filled it's filled with quotes that people just use in everyday life just for no reason like it's yeah you're not gonna waste your time yeah I I use your killing me smalls all the time. Yeah, I mean, I recognize that. I just didn't know who said it, but I knew the quote for sure. Okay. All right, last question of the halftime show. Question five. In the movie White Men Can't Jump, 
Billy's living girlfriend's life goal is to be on what television show? I'll check in. I'm checked in. I'm checked in too. All right. You guys are all checked in. So Eric, you were last to check in. Why don't you give us your answer? Uh, she really wanted to be in and she, she ended up being on uh, Jeopardy. Okay. Eric is checking in with Jeopardy. Matt? In your attempt to give me one softball that I could get right in every round so far, uh, you have found one that I actually do know, and that would be uh, the TV show Jeopardy. And Mason? Yeah, I knew this right away. I didn't know why I knew it, but I connected that it was a game show, and then Jeopardy was the first thing that popped in my head, and I could picture the, the scene of her there, so that's what I went with as well. You have seen this movie? I've seen a good okay. portion of it, at least that part. I knew that part enough to go for it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the correct answer is Jeopardy. Uh, his girlfriend is played by anybody? Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. Yeah. yeah. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. And if you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. All right. Entering the third quarter, uh, we have scores as follows. Matt with 80, Mason with 190, and Eric has taken the lead again with 230 points. Today's third quarter will be let it ride or throw in the towel. For this round, there will be five questions in a given category that increase in difficulty. After each question, the competitors will decide to let it ride and attempt the next question or throw in the towel and take the points they have accrued to that point. One correct answer is uh, worth 20 points, two correct answers is worth 40, three is worth 80, four, 160, and if you get all five, it's worth 320 points. If a competitor answers incorrectly, they will lose half of their points accrued in the round. Today's category is Super Bowl MVPs. Question one. Who was named MVP of Super Bowl 54 in February of 2020? I'll check in. Matt is checked in. I'm checked in. Eric is checked in. Yeah, um, I think I'm overthinking this, but I'm going to go ahead and check in. All right, Mason, you're checking in. What's your answer? Um, well, for some reason, I thought the Patriots played in the Super Bowl this year, but they didn't. Um, I was like, oh, it's automatically Tom Brady every year, apparently, but it's not. Um, I went with uh, Patrick Mahomes. Right. Mason checks in with Patrick Mahomes. Eric? I also checked in with Patrick Mahomes. Eric checks in with Patrick Mahomes. Matt? The pride of Minnesota Twins baseball, Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) And the correct answer is Patrick Mahomes. At 24 years, 4 months, and 16 days old, Mahomes is the youngest quarterback and third youngest player to win the MVP. So now the question is, do you want to let it ride or throw in the towel? Let it ride. Let it ride. Yeah, let's go. All right. Everybody's in for question two. What player has won the most Super Bowl MVP awards? I'll check in. Matt is checked in. I'll go ahead and check in. Mason is checked in. 
Yeah, I don't want to overthink it. I'm going to check in. Eric is also checked in. So, Eric, who did you come up with? Pretty sure it's Tom Brady. So, I'll check in with Tom Brady. Eric has checked in with Tom Brady. Mason. I mean, I was just talking about him winning it, I think, almost every year. I think he's won at least four, if not more. So, I'll go with uh, Tom Brady. Mason also checks in with Tom Brady. Matt. Yep, the golden boy himself, Tom Brady. The correct answer is Tom Brady. He's the only player to have won four Super Bowl MVP awards. Joe Montana has won three and three others. Bart Starr, Terry Bradshaw, and Eli Manning have won the award twice. Do you want to let it ride or throw in the towel? Let it ride, baby. Let's go. I'm going to probably throw it. No, I'll let it ride. <laughs> They're all letting it ride. Question three. Who is the youngest player to be named Super Bowl MVP? I'm going to check in. All right, Mason is checking in. I'm going to – so, Mason, you're going to get to recheck. I'm going to okay. give you the position on this one. So, I'm going to reread question three. Question three. What running back was the youngest player to be named Super Bowl MVP? Okay, I'm still going to check in with what I said before. I'm gonna check yeah, in. I'm going to check in too. It's the person I was going to guess anyway. So, All right, so Mason's checked in. Matt's checked in. So, Eric, waiting on you. You can talk it out. I knew Lynn Swan, but he's not a running back. He was one of the younger ones. Um, Santonio Holmes. These are all wide receivers that I knew that were really young when they wanted running backs would put me into two players. I don't think – no, he did. Terrell Davis did win one. I don't know how old he was. It's either Terrell Davis or Marcus Allen. I know Marcus Allen was fairly young. I'm going to check in with Marcus Allen. All right, Eric is checking in with Marcus Allen. Mason. What so you I started going through all the running backs I could think of that won the – Super Bowl MVP, and one of the first ones I came up with, I knew he was pretty young at the time. I don't know if he was the youngest, but it seemed like a reasonable guess. I went with Marcus Allen as well. Okay, Mason's also checking with Marcus Allen and Matt. I just thought of whoever might be young, and I know that, and they won a Super Bowl early on in his career, and for some reason I just thought of Emmett Smith because I think he was in his second year when they won in the Super Bowl, so I don't know. Okay, so Matt is checking in with Emmett Smith. The correct answer is Marcus Allen. He was 23 years, 9 months, and 29 days old. The second youngest was Lynn Swan. 23 years, 10 months, and 11 days. So Matt, uh, Matt is out. But Eric and Mason, you have the opportunity to let it ride or throw in the towel. Eric will have you uh, indicate first for us. I'll let it ride. Eric is letting it ride. Mason. I think I'm going to go one more and we'll see where we're at. I'll go one more. All right. Mason is also letting it ride. So question four. What two Cowboys were co-MVPs of Super Bowl XII? I'm going to check in. Eric has checked in. Uh, all right. Well, you said they were co-MVPs, right? Okay. Correct. Co-MVPs. So, 
I would think they would most likely both be on the same side of the ball. I would hope. It could be something like a quarterback and a linebacker or something, but um, and I would think it would be defense just because the Cowboys at that time would have been a defensive team. I'm trying to pull two defensive names, I know. I think it came in my head was Chuck Howley, but I don't think he did it. Um, I think it was earlier. Um, I think Randy White won one for the Cowboys, so he would have been as a D line. So then probably some random other D lineman or linebacker with them. I'm trying to think why they would give them both of them. There's a reason that they both get it. I don't know. I don't have anything better. I'll go with uh, Chuck Howley and Randy White with very little confidence. All right. Mason is checking in with Chuck Howley and Randy White. Eric, who do you got? So I don't know much about the old Cowboys, um, probably as much as I should as a, a, a Cowboys fan. Um, but my aunt bought me a, a sweatshirt when I was probably about 15, maybe even younger than that. Uh, they had Super Bowl twelve on it. So I watched Super Bowl twelve like highlights all the time. And I do know, I, I'm not sure of the first guy's name. Um, uh, his last name was Martin. And the, the second guy was uh, Randy White. So you're checking in with Martin and White? Yeah. All right. Well, the correct answer is Randy White and Harvey Martin. So Eric is correct. Uh, this was the first and only time two players won. Uh, defensive tackle Randy White and defensive end Harvey Martin were also the first defensive lineman to be named Super Bowl MVP. So, Eric, it now leaves you in the position to let it ride or throw in the towel. I think we, uh, we, can, we can throw in the towel on this because I don't – then again, wait, hold on. How many points do I lose? So, you've accumulated 160. So, you can try to win another 160 or you'll lose 80. So, you'd go down to 80. And Mason dropped to what? Jason, uh, Mason dropped to 40 by getting that one wrong. Oh, so yeah, let's, let's, let's let it ride then. All right. Eric is letting it ride and going for question five. Who is the only player uh, from a losing team to be awarded Super Bowl MVP? I should know this. Uh, I have, I am drawing a huge blank on this. I'm gonna. T- I I can't think of anybody. Let's go with just for for you, Minnesota boys, Fran Tarkington. All right, Eric is checking in with Fran Tarkington. Uh, that is not the correct answer. Mason, do you uh, have any idea who that might have been? Yeah, it's Chuck Howley, the guy I was it thinking is, of earlier. It is Chuck Howley, the player that uh, was mentioned previously. And uh, what team did he play for, Eric? I, I think he uh, – that's fact check that. I don't know. I don't think he was uh, even a player in the league. Uh, he was a Dallas Cowboys <laughs> linebacker. Yeah. Uh, and he was named MVP of Super Bowl V despite losing uh, to the Baltimore Colts 16-13, to 13, uh, having intercepted two passes and forcing a fumble. My name was in my head. I remember reading that. I just – wrong player. <laughs> you said his name, and then – and then Eric's like, well, let's let it ride. And I was like, hey. <laughs> I don't know. 
Well, I even said, I don't know a lot about me, like, you know, old cowboy stuff. It was just sure. happened to be that one Super Bowl that I was <laughs> lucky enough to pay attention. Mm. All right. So after the third quarter, we have the following scores. Matt has hit triple digits with 100 points. Uh, Mason has 230 points and Eric has 310. That brings us to the fourth quarter. Our final round known as Put Your Fours Up. This round consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. The categories for today are as follows. Question one, Premier League champions. Question two, Grand Slam titles. Question three, World Series appearances. Question four, NHL goal scorers. Question five, FIFA Women's World Cup. It is now time for the competitors to place their wagers. Now that the wages are in, on to the questions. Question one in Premier League Champions. What team has won back-to-back Premier League Championships the last two seasons? I can check in. Eric has checked in. Pick a Premier League team. Hmm. Yeah, I'll check in with one. I think I know one or two. All right, Matt has checked in. Mason, you can talk it out. Uh, guess who doesn't watch Premier League? Um, I'm going to start thinking of names in my head and let's go with the, the old classic and I'm checking in with uh, Manchester United. All right, Mason's checking in with Manchester United and how many points did you wager? Big fat zero. Big fat zero. All right, Matt, what'd you have for an answer and how much did you wager? I guessed Arsenal. And I know that's wrong. And I guess zero. Right. And Eric. So I'm actually a pretty big Premier League fan. Um, However, Manchester City is not my team. Uh, But I do know they won it the last two years. So I checked in with Man City and I wagered 75 points. And the correct answer is Manchester City. Uh, Manchester City has remained a fixture in the Premier League after their promotion to the top tier in 2002. In that time, they have won four Premier League championships. Question two in Grand Slam titles. Everybody knows that Roger Federer has won the most men's singles Wimbledon titles and that Rafael Nadal has won the most men's singles French Open titles but who has won the most men's singles Australian Open titles? I'll check in. Matt is checked in. I'll check in as well. Eric is checked in. So, Mason, you can talk it out. Uh, I was looking at something recently, and I, I don't know if that's the most. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and check in with uh, Novak Djokovic. You're checking in with Novak Djokovic, and how many points did you wager? 25. 25. Eric, who did you guess and how much did you wager? You're correct. It was a guess. Um, Seeing how it wasn't Federer or Nadal, my next guess would have been Djokovic. Um, And I wagered a huge, huge amount of zero points. 
All right. And Matt, how about you? I wagered zero points also and uh, went with Andre Agassi. All right. Matt checks in for zero points with Andre Agassi. And the correct answer is Novak Djokovic. He has won eight Australian Open titles. Moving on to question three in World Series appearances. What Major League Baseball team is the only one to have never made a World Series appearance? I'm going to go ahead and check in. All right, Mason is checking in. Yeah, I'm going to check in too. Matt is checking in. So, Eric, you can talk it out. I have no idea. I mean, my gut would be the Rockies, but no, I remember they played the, I want to say the Red Sox. Honestly, can't come up with anybody. So, let's go with only... You know what, let's Seattle Mariners. I'm checking in with it. All right, Eric is checking in with the Seattle Mariners. Uh, Matt. Oh, how many did you wager, Eric? Uh, solid 25. All right. Matt, who did you answer and how much did you wager? So I only know this because that SB Nation has awesome videos. And they just got done doing a big, long, uh, huge four-part series just about the ineptitude from the very foundation of anything that has anything to do with baseball in Seattle all the way to today. And it is phenomenal to watch how that city seems to find a way to crash and burn all the time. So it's really sad. But, yes, it's the Seattle Mariners. And I bet 100 points. All of my points. All right, Mason, uh, what's your answer, and uh, how much did you wager? I was literally about to mention the same uh, series as well because I watched it, and it's fantastic. I'm a big fan of John Boyce and pretty much any video he puts out. Um, And it was one of the first teams I thought of, and I couldn't remember any other. I couldn't remember them ever making it to the World Series, so I went with the Mariners as well. How many points did you wager? I wagered 50 points. And the correct answer is the Seattle Mariners. The Milwaukee Brewers, Colorado Rockies, and Tampa Bay Rays have each appeared once and lost. The Los Angeles Angels, the Arizona Diamondbacks, and the Montreal Expos slash Washington Nationals have appeared once and won. Moving on to question four in NHL goal scorers. What U.S.-born player has scored the most NHL goals? I'm checked in. Uh, I'm checked in in too. Eric is checked in. Mason, you can talk it out. I mean, do I really go with the obvious here? I don't even know where he was born. That's the sad part. Um, I mean, I will just go with the inherently obvious answer and check in with Wayne Gretzky. Okay, and how many points did you wager? 25. So Mason went with Wayne Gretzky for 25 points. Uh, Eric, what's your answer and how much did you wager? So I wagered 100 points. um, And it's kind of a trick question, I think. um, Because Brett Hall, who was not born in the United States, is who's played for Team USA his entire life, um, is the leader, I guess, if you would count it that way. Um, but being born in the U.S., it's Mike Madonna. Okay, so you're going with Mike Madonna, and how many points did you wager? 100. And Matt. Um, 
I don't know if he was born in the U.S., but I'm just going to guess. And I want to say uh, Jimmer for dead. <laughs> <laughs> and how many points did you wager on Jimmer for dead? I wagered zero points on everyone's favorite U.S. born hockey player, Jimmer for dead. <laughs> Your screen froze while you were laughing. It was awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, the correct answer, whether Eric wants to have a debate about it or not, is Mike Madano. Uh, he has scored 561 goals in his career, which ranks 26th all time. Not a not a debate. That was my answer. I know. You know, <laughs> trying to be like, well, technically. Well, no, because I mean, he's just if, if you're going U.S. born, yes, it's Mike Madano. If you're going people that have played for Team USA or consider themselves American, it's Brett Hall. Fair enough. Uh, and Mason, just to let you know that uh, Wayne Gretzky is not a surprise Canadian. That shows you how much I know about hockey. I had no idea where he was born. All right. And the last question uh, in the fourth quarter. In FIFA Women's World Cup, what is the only country to beat the United States in a FIFA Women's World Cup final? I'll check in. Matt is checked in. I'll check in as well. Eric is checked in. Mason, you can talk it out. I'm trying to pull the country. It was It's a recent one, like 2011, 2015. It's one of those. And it's a... I'm trying to think where. This question. I want to say it's something like China or Japan or somewhere, like South Korea, one of those in that area. I just, I'm trying to remember, because I remember watching it too. I remember watching the world that World Cup, but I don't. I'll just go Japan. That's my best guess on that. All right, so Mason is checking in with Japan for how many points? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Uh, Eric, uh, what's your answer, and how many points did you wager? Uh, so my answer is a one hundred percent guess. I thought Japan, but then I remember they beat Japan, so I didn't remember them losing to Japan. So I just picked a generally good country for soccer and i said germany all right so eric checks in with germany for how many points 75 points all right matt i um i also went with zero points in this round and i hope that jimmer fredette played for germany and beat the women's soccer in the fifa championship all right. <laughs> i doubt that but you know so matt is checking in with germany for zero points and the correct answer is japan they won the 2011 final on a penalty shootout following a 2-2 draw after extra time. So the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Matt was able to double up his points in the fourth quarter, uh, finishing with a total of 200 points. Uh, Mason finishes the game with 305 points. And our clipboard captain of the game, who will be receiving the coveted Marcus Tuiasasopo Award with 435 points, is Eric. Congratulations, Eric. Thank you. Well great, great game, guys. Uh, anything you guys would like to say before we call it a night? Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, dogs. <laughs> No, great game, Josh. Thanks. This is awesome. Yes. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for being on. And I think if anything, it does prove that the two on two is probably the ideal. But uh, you know, 
No, this was fun. It's nice to have a little little change of pace. You know, it's still fun. Just a lot of dead air, but you know that, that'll make this a shorter recording. And uh, Eric, I hope you enjoy your your Marcus Tuiasosopo Award. He he went to uh, Washington, correct? I, I believe so. He did. He yeah. did. See, I, I, I'm gonna and, I'm gonna I'm gonna cherish this one. Uh, and apparently, know. apparently he was when I was looking up to make sure I could pronounce his name correctly and not his last name. I knew it was Tuiasosopo. I wasn't sure if it was Marcus or Marquise. Uh, apparently he's the only quarterback, at least by the time he was in college, to have a game where he threw for 300 yards and ran for 200 yards. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. So, yeah. He was a big deal in college, but, you know. Hey, he, uh, he, he held the clipboard with the best of them. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be my favorite one so far. So. There you go. Thank you. All right. Well... Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.